This podcast is brought to you by the award-winning Australian-made butterfly maternity pillow, which we are personally huge fans of. We certainly are. We love that it's multi-use and you can use it during your pregnancy and breastfeeding journey, but also that it comes with a removable tensile cover for easy care and comfort. And they sell out every time at the One Fine Baby Expo. They do. So if you want to grab one for yourself and want a sneaky 20% off discount, just use the code <laughs> COLDCOFFEE20 at onefinebaby.com.au. You're listening to a One Fine Baby podcast. One Fine Baby acknowledges the traditional owners of land and water that this podcast is recorded on and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. How many times have you winced your way through that cold cup of coffee just for the caffeine kick? Or tripped over the same toy you've put away 10 times? We have toothpaste on our t-shirt and tiny humans screaming our name. The Cold Coffee Hot Mess Podcast is here to bring you the real side of parenting and serve up the juiciest survival hacks for this season of life that you can implement today. Welcome back, team. It's Nadine here. And Olivia. And we are your hosts of, of the, the Cold, Cold Coffee, Coffee Hot, Hot Mess Podcast. Ooh. In sync, girl. Oh, my goodness. One. We could sing it next time. That's right. Um, <laughs> episode two. Oh, and if you're back, it means you're hooked. We got you with episode one. Yes. Been loving the chats in the Facebook group. Oh, my gosh. So much support for episode one in that group. Yeah. Amazing. It was a great, it was a great episode, though. So but today, <laughs> what are we talking about? Oh, my gosh. Today's even more timely and maybe even better for parents. I don't know anyone that's not got sick kids seriously everyone is sick this auditor sickness it's crazy it's so nuts and i need some help oh we all do don't we yeah and we have got Brittany darling Woo! from the wholesome healing and she has got some great tips for us um, some have already put into place. Yeah, she's amazing. So she's a paediatric nutritionist, among other things. She knows all about um, preventing illness and what to do when your kids get sick just to shorten the lifespan of the sickness, right? That's what we all want. Yeah, and, and also for the that. parents as well. She's got some tips for us to look after our own health. So yeah, if you know, we've got to fill our cup, babe. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> fill it up or, you know, we've got nothing to give. Absolutely. absolutely. The great thing as well is that she covers pregnancy. So for yep. parents that are to be, mm -hmm. uh, there's some great tips about making sure that you're giving your baby in utero the best chance of, you know, high yeah, so it's great. And then after the chat with Brittany, we have the big win just that we It's a big one. Yeah, it's a good one. It's relatable. Very relatable. Yeah. And then we've got Hack Hack City. Hack Hack City, yes. And those hacks you can implement. Oh today. my God. They're super big. Good one. Super yeah, helpful. one. I like that one. So I guess let's get into it. Let's dive in. Okay. So today we are joined by Brittany Darling, a paediatric nutritionist and mum of two. Britt, thank you so much for joining Welcome. us. Welcome. Oh, thanks. Absolute pleasure. <laughs> now, look, this is this tricky time of year, right? Winter's starting and we really want to get to the crux of how the hell do we strengthen our kids' immunity because we don't want these kids getting sick anymore. We're over it. Let's all be healthy. Help us. I know, right? It can feel like a vicious cycle and never ending. I'm sure you guys are in the same pitch that I'm in at the moment mm -hmm. with kids home constantly. Oh, yes. But there are a few things that you can do. So let's talk about all yeah. those things, right? This is mm -hmm. what we want to know. Yep, what we want can the gems. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Trust me, my kids do get sick. <laughs> and I always say that it's not about stopping them from getting sick. They will get exposed to bugs and they will get sick. Mm -hmm. It's how quickly they get better 
and also yeah. making sure that they don't roll from one thickness to another yes. and have that continual snotty oh. nose and that constant cough. That's the thing. So I know, right? And it's so annoying. So one of the key things is probably making sure that your kids get enough vitamin D. So we get vitamin D from sun exposure in winter. People aren't going out as much. They're covering up because they're freezing. It was four degrees this morning. So <laughs> and there's not a whole lot of sun around this morning either. So people aren't getting enough vitamin D in winter. So potentially getting your levels checked or making sure that you're getting some sensible sun exposure. And if that isn't possible, then certainly supplementing with vitamin D um, is safe for kids, but also adults. But of course, you know, speak to your healthcare practitioner about dosing because dosing is really important. Like what dose you take is important. Awesome. Um, the other thing that's important is, you know, this one's a pretty boring recommendation, but don't forget to eat your fresh fruits and vegetables. Mm -hmm. So they're really high in vitamin C, vitamin E, all your antioxidants. And you want to limit your consumption of ultra processed foods. So unfortunately, all those snappy things are so convenient to give to our kids. No. They <laughs> I know. You know, the, the things that look like twisties and... Mm. <laughs> my kids' favourite, what they live on. What my kids Mummy's favourite too. Yeah, mummy's favourite too. <laughs> and they don't make a mess, so they're a great car snack, but yes. all of that kind of stuff. I think the latest stat that came out on this was that our kids are getting 65% of their energy intake from ultra-processed foods. Oh. So back to basics, fruits and vegetables, mm -hmm. whole dairy products, you know, lean meats, nuts and seeds or nut butters if you've got very but, little ones. But what happens if your child just loves yellow foods like mine? <laughs> just loves yellow pasta. Foods. Oh. I don't know, she just likes plain toast and That's plain like white pasta. Foods. Okay, white, yellow, same thing. But, like, how do I get her to eat all of these things? I know, it's so tricky. Well, nutritional deficiencies of iron and zinc are linked to picky eating. Uh, zinc, in particular, alters your taste buds. And kids who are iron deficient, it also is a bit of a hamster wheel in terms of getting enough iron into them and then also getting them to eat those iron-rich foods. So you can pimp up their foods. Like I said, you know, smearing that toast with nut butter. Maybe it's not peanut butter. Maybe it's sunflower seed butter. You know, sneaking things yeah, in. Yeah, the sneak. I love the sneak. Yeah, exactly. And things like bolognese. I mm. feel like you can add yeah, so much nutrition. I put like 700 vegetables in my bolognese. But how? Like, do you whip it up? Like, what's the... I how just, do you sneak it? I'm chopping like a demon. Just like really... Yeah, I stick it in the food processor oh, that's yeah. and it gets it really fine um and then you can make toasties with that bolognese sauce like it doesn't have to be spaghetti bolognese you can smear their school sandwiches with bolognese sauce and put some grated cheese you know all these kind of sneaky ways adding things like fruits and vegetables to smoothies it does take a little bit of extra work and it can get a bit messy but trust me if you are just trying to get on a roll with work or your life and you just want your kids to stay in daycare and not get that dreaded phone call. No, you're right. Like, that's a great one as well, smoothies. You forget that kids love milkshakes, smoothies, whatever, mm. but if you make it healthy and, and get them involved in the yeah, process but as chuck well. some kale, some spinach in there. Yeah, press Distract the them and, and then put that in yeah. and then they can press the button. Yeah, um, I saw zucchini brownies yeah. the other day. Oh. with grated zucchini through it. I thought that looked cool. My daughter's a fiend for chocolate, so maybe that's a, a hack for me. Yep. The other one I really like is black bean brownies because they're really high in iron oh. um, and you literally don't taste them. And they're dark oh, and they're chocolatey and good. it just works. Black just trick them. Just trick them with chocolate-coloured foods. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are there any, I mean, we covered this a little bit, but are there any vitamins or special foods? Like, I know all fruits and vegetables are great, but are there any particular fruits or vegetables that are really good in building up that immunity and kind of fighting off, warding off winter sickness? 
Look, all are great, but I feel like everyone knows vitamin C is great for the immune system. So things like capsicum has more vitamin C in it than what an orange does. <gasps> Strawberries, kiwi. Yeah, I know. And wow. Isn't that crazy? Kiwi fruit is awesome. Really high in vitamin C, but also great for constipation in kids. So mm. many toddlers oh, are constipated. That's a great tip. Yeah, two kiwi fruits a day will help with their constipation. Great. Um, so, yeah, your vitamin C-rich foods. The other one is, and as I mentioned, iron deficiency is so common in young mm-hmm. kids, and simply because they're growing and also their requirement is higher than an adult man. Imagine that what? volume of Hold food. Hold on. The iron know. requirement is higher than that of an adult man. Yeah, for our younger kids. That's wild. Why? Yeah. Is it because they're Cause developing? They're, they're, oh, they're growing. growing. <laughs> yeah. You answered your own question, doctor. <laughs> Oh dear. Yeah, so they're growing. And then for us as women, if we're menstruating, mm. we also need yeah. lots of iron because we're we losing sure blood each month. Get a steak on yep. the Barbie. Yep. So iron's involved in two different parts of your immune system. Your innate immune system, which is your first line of defense, and that's your sort of you know detector. That's your surveillance mm-hmm. uh, per se. And then there's your adaptive immune system where your body literally makes antibodies following an exposure so next time you're exposed to that bug or virus or whatever it is your immune system knows what it is recognize it and hopefully kills it quite quickly and efficiently i like the sound of that iron deficiency is associated with an increased susceptibility uh, to infections so yeah get on top of your iron levels if you think your kid is low okay great advice is there anything for newborn mums who are breastfeeding that want to increase their baby's immunity like eating certain foods um, or anything that they're consuming because it's the worst the milk. when little babies are sick and there's nothing you can do for them, right? They're all yeah, they're breastfeeding. And, yeah, yeah, and there's nothing you can do. I know, and it's just breastfeed, breastfeed, breastfeed. Mm-hmm. Breast milk is one of the best things that you can give your baby for their immune system. And, but it's also important that mum's supporting herself as well. A lot of these sort of immune factors will come through her breast milk. So mm-hmm. eating a balanced diet, I mean, that feels like such boring advice. The other thing breastfeeding mums can take is probiotics. Uh, there's a pathway known as the enteromammary pathway. So basically the probiotics are going to come through your breast milk and deliver lots of goodness. There is a strain specific that's going to help with the immune system and immunity. That's the lactobacillus rhamnosus or LGG strain. So it's really important to sort of speak to your pharmacist or speak to a healthcare practitioner when choosing a probiotic because there are so many different kinds, right? And if you're wanting to target immunity, you really need to get an immune-specific strain. Um, the other thing to consider is echinacea. Ah. So echinacea has been shown to improve resistance to the common cold um, and it's a good preventative to take during winter. It's safe to take while breastfeeding. You can also take it in pregnancy if needed. I give it to my kids every morning, a few drops in a glass of orange juice. Oh, that's a good so, Yeah. Yeah, that can't even taste it. But it's, it's also <laughs> really important to get enough vitamin D. Vitamin yeah. D is really important for breastfeeding mums. It's important for calcium regulation, but also your immune system your vitamin d intake whether it's from sun food or supplements is going to come through your breast milk and you actually need quite a lot of vitamin d for that to occur yes and of course you know speak to your practitioner find out 
what your levels are and dose appropriately. Yes. But yeah, definitely considering um, vitamin D supplements if you're a breastfeeding mum. And also potentially there is some advice around giving bubs some vitamin D drops directly as well. Yeah, that was going to be my question. What about if you're not a breastfeeding mum, if you're a bottle feeding mum? Well, if you're a bottle feeding mum, there's going to be vitamin D in the formula. Okay. So, I did vitamin D was such a thing. Well, now you do. I do now. It's but... too late. Your kids are older. Yeah. No, it's not too but late. But this is the thing in Australia, you're like, what? Vitamin D deficiency? There's so much sun, like, surely not. Yeah, yeah. we live in Australia. <laughs> not Iceland. <laughs> One in four Australians are vitamin D deficient. What? Yeah. My mind's crazy. blown. That's so crazy. The other thing you can do for formula fed babies is choose a formula with probiotic in it. And again, you want to check those strains. Usually they've got the BB12 strain, which there's really good research on in terms of gut health. But if you're wanting to support immunity, you do want that LGG probiotic strain. And that may mean that you need to add in that separately. Now there are baby probiotic supplements available. What? So you just add it to the mix before you put it in? Yeah. So never put it straight into a hot formula bottle. Uh -huh. You want to have it at the temperature that the baby's going to drink it at. So don't put your probiotic and your formula powder in and your boiling hot water, uh -huh. you'll absolutely destroy the probiotics. Okay. You want to add it at the end right before you give it to Bob. They come as powders and you can just add them along with the formula and Gosh. give it to them via the bottle. That's great. Yeah. Any extra help, the, right? Yeah. And then the other thing that formula-fed babies might do better with is having prebiotics in their formula as well. It supports and provides food and fuel for those good bugs. They can be constipating the prebiotics. So if you've got a baby with constipation and they've got prebiotics in their formula, maybe you need to switch up the formula and avoid the prebiotics for a period of for a time. While, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the other one's lactoferrin. I love lactoferrin. I am giving my kids, I don't know, you are too, Nadine. Well, um, didn't I tell you? you okay, yes, we don't need to, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, accolades. <laughs> um, we are giving them gut health. Oh, well, gut health immunity or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my Arabella was sick all of summer, like all of summer, like two hospital visits, terribly sick. And I went to the chemist and she's like, try this. And ever since we've been giving it in a Milo every morning. Yeah. I don't know if that's good. <laughs> but um, they don't even know they're having it. Yeah. And Arabella has not got sick since for three months. Is there yeah. something in that, Britt? Is it? Or is it just luck? Yeah, I mean, it depends what uh, strain of probiotic is in that probiotic or that supplement that you're taking. But there is good research, especially in kids, for reducing the amount of upper respiratory tract infection. So there was one study where there was a placebo and also another group was given the LGG probiotics. Yeah. And the people who had the probiotics, they had reduced days off. Uh, less diarrhea, less days on antibiotics and less yeah. ear infections that year. So, you know, there is something to it. And it does help to break that cycle of what I call daycare syndrome. Yes. Where oh. they just roll. Oh, yeah. Going through our office like next. wildfire. Oh. Isn't it? That just has to die. That's yeah. terrible. Um, well, that leads us <laughs> on. Actually, you've touched on probiotics. So I guess we wanted to know, do they actually do anything or are they a money grabber for desperate parents who are sick of the sick train and the daycare calls? Is it just a money grab, a, a fake thing or is it real? Does it help? Well, I think the most important thing is strain. So making sure that if you are wanting to prevent daycare illness or a current infection, the strain you're looking for is lactobacillus rhamnosus. Of course, dose is important as well. There are lots of good brands that do um, this LGG strain and there is quite good evidence. I would say a broad spectrum probiotic may not do any harm, but may not do any good. Probiotics are great, but they are all strain specific. So there are lots of you know, billions of different strains mm -hmm. um, and each one has a different function. So it's about making sure that you get the right one. To How do you choose? System, but yeah. Yeah. I know it. It's a minefield. You need to come see someone like me. Yeah. <laughs> 
clearly. <laughs> or, or speak to your pharmacist or, you know, a healthcare practitioner. Yeah, well, that's what I did. I just went to the chemist and she just told me, try this one. Because I always yeah. thought a probiotic was after they've had antibiotics, you should give them a probiotic. Oh, they say that too. I didn't they? know it was like yeah. all the time. Well, thing. this is the hack. This is what we've literally just right. experienced. Yes. It's changed my life, giving them a probiotic. I mean, Eva sure. hasn't been sick Thousands as often. Percent. Yeah. yeah, neither has Fred. Touch wood, touch, touch wood. wood. Touch yeah, wood, no, touch wood. Something. Yes, God, I can't take it anymore. Do you know, I've got like zero carers leave days and my husband has 40. That's another podcast. Yeah, that's a whole, another that's a whole other issue. But anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what about when the kids are sick, Brit? Like what can we do to help them get better faster? Yeah, so I always say the sign of a robust good immune system is how quickly they recover and mm. fully recover, mm. right? Yeah. So I would be definitely echinaceas on the list. Echinacea is fantastic. Elderberry, you want to make sure that it's the black elderberry. It's antiviral. It definitely helps kids get better much quicker. Mm-hmm. Uh, it supports the immune system. It's naturally high in vitamin C and, you know, everyone knows vitamin C is great for immunity. Um, the other one is if they have a cough, there's actually some quite good evidence for ivy leaf. Okay. Um, mm. And, of course, with, with all these herbs, I would only be doing them in children that are over two or obviously asking your healthcare provider. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Ivy Leaf's a great one for that horrible, persistent cough. And are these powders, like, or gummies? Or Because I find it hard to give. Yeah, they come as gummies. Some come as liquids or syrups. Mm-hmm. But with the Ivy Leaf cough syrups, I mean, kids and coughs are a real bugger because you mm. can't give kids medicated cough syrups, like yeah, as in pharmaceuticals. Yeah, they don't work, I find. Mm-hmm. those waste of yeah but the ivy leaf one it has really good evidence and obviously it's a herbal um and that's available from almost every pharmacy and then of course if they've got a sore throat my go-to is manuka honey like a really good quality manuka honey it's got to be one of those 50 100 plus like it's going to be expensive so expensive i was going to say (laughs) and do you just give it in a teaspoon do you just like um get them or do you put it with drink or you can mix it in a drink or you can just straight up on a teaspoon i feel like at least on the teaspoon you know you're going to get it all in in one gulp yep. if you mix it through a liquid you're going to be bribing them to drink the rest of the liquid i feel like it's a bit of a nightmare and you want that topical application of it as well if they do have a sore throat you want it to literally line the esophagus and give them some relief yes and what age yeah. is manuka honey okay from mm. well yeah so you wouldn't give raw honey to a kid that's less than 12 months yes that's okay. with all um, honey right yeah with all honey but after that time it's completely fine Oh, awesome. Well, that's a good hack for kids that are like 18 months, maybe too young for some other things, but yeah. manuka honey is good. Yep. Is there allergies in it though? Food. Well, some people can be allergic to honey as some people can be allergic to echinacea as well. But, you know, as I said, always speak to your healthcare that's professional. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I've, um, I've actually heard some good things about olive leaf extract. Is there anything mm, there? Yeah, there's good evidence for olive leaf extract as well. It helps with immunity. It's also good for the cardiovascular system which i mean we're talking about kids nutrition here so that's not really relevant but yeah there's good evidence for olive leaf as well there are so many herbs i could talk about a gazillion different herbs um to you guys <laughs> i bet you could but what about what about us what you about the mums we have forgotten about us what are we talking about the kids so much what do you do brit like what are your go-to's to keep yourself fit and healthy and looking after the tired selves that we are as mothers mm. coffee <laughs> 
Cold coffee, probably. <laughs> yeah, cold, bored-old coffee. Yeah, yeah, sing it. <laughs> no, so echinacea is a good one. As I said, it helps to prevent. Um, I'm actually terrible at taking supplements myself. I feel like Same. I'm, you know, along with all the other mums. Yeah. Um, but if I do feel like I'm coming down with something, I will, like, dose myself with lots of different things. You know, ginger, thyme, marshmallow root, echinacea, mm. like, all. there's so many different things. Lots of vitamin C I'll chuck in. Um, I'll take a zinc supplement. Like, I just kind of go, yes, I'll take the whole shelf. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and take all the things. But I, <laughs> I usually just take things as I feel like I'm coming down with something. And jumping in an infrared sauna, if you can, I find Ooh. that helps as well. Really? That sounds lovely. I, I've always looked if, so If fancy. I feel like I'm coming down. Yeah. What about pregnant women? I know there's not a lot you can take when you're pregnant, when you're feeling a bit ill, but is there any particular herbs or vitamins or supplements that you recommend for pregnant women? Well, echinacea is safe in pregnancy, provided that you... Echinacea is the... I'm just going to walk out of here and buy like $200 worth of echinacea. Yeah. Yeah. The the other one that I like in pregnancy is lactoferrin. So it comes from cows. You've probably heard of lactoferrin because you also make your own lactoferrin when you're breastfeeding. How do you spell that? L-A-C-T-O-F-E-R-R-I-N. Oh, never heard of that. Yeah. No. It helps with immunity. It helps increase iron levels. It's, it's actually really great for kids as well. There's good evidence for it in eczema with Ooh. kids. Yeah, it's a good one for the immune system as well, recurrent colds, flus, et cetera, et cetera. Um, awesome. So, yeah, definitely look into some lactoferrin. Amazing. So where do we get this stuff, Britt? Where do we go? Yeah, so there's so many places you can buy supplements, right? There's iHerb, there's Amazon, blah, 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 blah. Mm. But I need people to be aware that Australian-made supplements mm-hmm. are very different to the stuff that you buy from overseas, from iHerb or Amazon. In Australia, we have the TGA or the Therapeutic Goods Administration mm-hmm. and all nutritional supplements, herbal medicine supplements, etc., etc., are regulated by the TGA, mm-hmm. meaning that, you know, they have to abide by certain manufacturing standards and dosage requirements and etc., etc. Like it's just Australian supplements are ultra premium and much safer than stuff that you just We do online. just have, Australia just has the highest standards in the world for everything. Why would you go anywhere? Yeah. Right? I mean, this is a good thing, right? Yeah, we're lucky. Funny. Yeah, and you can identify identify an Australian supplement should have an OSTL, so A-U-S-T-L or OSTR number. Okay. And that means that it's listed or registered with the TGA. So everything in your pharmacy will be TGA listed or registered. Mm -hmm. But if you're shopping online, that's another way that you can tell. Just look for that number. Yeah, check it out. But yeah, don't just buy any old from iHerb or Amazon. You really need to make sure that your supplements aren't contaminated, that they contain what they contain. I mean, in the US, for example, it's unregulated stuff <gasps> in the industry. Terrifying. And any guy can be making stuff in the garage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, we were in New York recently, Liv and I were walking around. It's just, oh, it's a free-for-all. <laughs> <laughs> like not marijuana everywhere. Oh yeah, just, just CBD, thick, thick clouds. Blah, blah, blah. And that's the other thing. Like if you're buying gummies from the states, they yeah. can be making CBD gummies and then making For a sure. elderberry gummy on the side. On the same. Like, oh, yeah. Don't, oh, no. Yeah. no, don't even go there. Um, okay, Britt. Before we wrap this up, I have one more question for you. I'm struggling at night. I want to find like a tea or something to kind of relax me before I go to bed, or maybe it gives me nutrients. Or do you have any suggestions of a tea that I can go for? Yeah, is it because you're struggling to sleep or I don't know, or just think that you're struggling to unwind? Just to wind down or just give me supplements. Like even if it's one of those smoothies, uh, the sachets that she needs are more CBD of a oil. chocolate yeah. or 
Like, yeah, I don't know. Is it just peppermint tea? I don't know. Just anything I can try. Well, chamomile tea is great. Chamomile tea is also great for kids to relieve restlessness. There are so many sleep teas, right? Some people have an adverse reaction to valerian, so it does the opposite effect. They think they're taking it for sleep, but it actually keeps them awake. Hmm. Um, So just be cautious and make sure that you're not having that reaction if you are going for a sleep tea. But, yeah, good old chamomile is great. Um, There are passionflower teas, but one of my favourite go-to things for sleep, there was actually really good research on this in menopausal women, not saying that you guys are menopausal, (laughs) but that was was just a study group. But saffron improved insomnia, anxiety, depression, et cetera, et cetera. So maybe look into a saffron supplement. Okay. If you've got sleep issues, anxiety, depression, et cetera, et cetera. I feel like saffron's just good all round. I love a good data-driven study. Yeah, great. (laughs) What about melatonin? I'm I'm on the melatonin. How's that? Well, not my scope of practice. Okay. It's um, uh, regulated in Australia. So, again, it goes back to that whole buying stuff online and how unregulated it is and you actually don't know what's in it. Melatonin, you need a prescription for it in Australia. Britt, thank you so much. That was so enlightening. I feel like Nadine and I are going to go out and buy shares in Echinacea and Absolutely. give them to the whole office. Um so where can people find out more about you? So um, you can stalk me on Instagram. My handle's at Whole Food Healing. And I guess if you've got any more questions, just slide into my DMs. I'm always happy to support. And yeah, if you want to take a deeper dive, book in for a consult. Awesome. Amazing. I'll be doing that. Thank you so much. Thank really appreciate it, my love. Thanks, ladies. I'll speak to you soon. Oh, wasn't that fantastic? That was so insightful. Yeah. I've got a full shopping list. Yeah, yeah, I'm eating that cup of tea tonight. <laughs> We're never going to have a cold again. I mean, I, I wouldn't say that, but you know, it's going to help. Yeah, no, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah, me too. She, she was awesome. And now we've got our English. <laughs> Probably don't need the sound effects, but hey. I believe you have a whinge this week. I have week. the whinge this week that mm-hmm. happened to me on the weekend. I was lying next to my son and asking him about his life and how how's he things. Now? Max is eight. Okay. And I was like, how's things? How's life? Like, tell me your top ten. I'm mm-hmm. trying to. It's really important for me to lie with him at night and just ask him a couple of questions because yeah. I usually get stuff out of him. I said, tell me your top ten, top ten amazing things. Mm-hmm. Can't be family and friends. He goes, like oh, things in his life yeah, that he's okay. loving. And yeah. it's like, oh, um, well, I love soccer, mm-hmm. dance, basketball, guitar, cricket, uh, swimming, um, and, and oh whatever else he said. So he was pretty much, like, it didn't take him long. No, right? he's a busy kid. And for once in his life, he asked me, what about you, mum? Oh, were you <laughs> like, like, I've what? trained you well. Me? <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, <laughs> uh, um... Well, I work, like, I love my work. <laughs> He's like, but, Mum, you can't say that. Oh. Like, you said, like, it has to be, like, fun stuff. And I'm like, well, yeah, but I, I really like my work. And I genuinely, the answer that I got to mm. after a couple of minutes yeah. of figuring it out was, well, I like reading at night. <laughs> that's all I could give that's, him, a book. That's a bit sad. A book. And he's like, oh. And then I was thinking about it and I, I came to yeah. work and I was, I was telling you guys this story mm. about actually I'm the one running my kids around to those hobbies. Mm. So no wonder... I have no hobbies because all of my spare time is going, picking them up straight from school mm. or after school care and driving them to the swimming, the cricket, the soccer, the yes. dance. So there's no time for me. No. So why would I have hobbies? The only time I have at night is my reading. It made me feel really crap and reminded me I've completely lost myself as a mother. Well, as a I'm, person. As, like, sorry, as a person, yeah. I've lost the person I used to be. Yeah. And what did you I, used to do? It got me really sad. Yeah, and it's a big, big bloody whinge for me this week. So I've now I'm 
about to pick up knitting. Like that's oh, like, what? I knit. I know you do. I love, I know. But although I've been knitting the but same scarf for 18 days. months. Yeah. Have you? But I was months. like, what can I do? You know, like I can't play soccer no. because my bones are too... <laughs> screwed I'm too old okay. like, I don't know I'm not Grandma. old but do you know what I mean like yeah, yeah. so I, I just thought that was a real awakening to know wow Nadine you need to start putting yourself first again well when you put it like that it's very obvious that yeah your kids are you're giving them everything and you're saving nothing for you yeah so I don't know what we do about it no but I do need to do something well I'd say you can cut back on maybe the guitar and the swimming I think 10 hobbies are a lot <laughs> <laughs> Maybe let's let's just scale it back there, Maxie. I'm so happy you're having a great life. No, Plus, anyway, how expensive is that? <laughs> Lord. Well, oh yeah, <laughs> it's probably a little bit. It sounds a lot, but it just like a lot of it is in just you know school time and weekends. Yeah, right. Is what they've yeah yeah just to keep. Eva keep, does ballet and that's it. That's it. Mm. Well, he's in school. Yes, so they have, yeah. yeah. Anyway. But that's my biggest whinge for the okay, week. Okay, well, then when we can talk about what you're going to do about it. Yeah, maybe. What about, like, painting, life drawing? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I know it. what you're thinking. Yeah. Okay, well, you can report back. Let's, let's have a think about it, have an action plan. Anyone's got any ideas that are easy? Please share. Yeah, share us. Okay, so now we're at that time of the week that I love. Hack city. Hack, hack city. city. <laughs> I'm still not going to say the word. What it's like, hack, hack, it's it's like rack, rack city. I've bitch. never heard of rack, rack city, city. bitch, rack, rack no. city, bitch. No? Okay, you can go first. Hit me with yours. All right, so my hack for the week, so you know I'm all about hair. Oh, yeah. It's the only thing that just makes me feel good about myself. Like, you're identical. How good is a blow dry? Oh, you know? blowy. Nothing better. Yeah. And when is the last time you as a mum have been able to get to the hairdresser? Uh, 1975. It is not possible no. and i don't know i just find this hack is getting keratin mm-hmm. i've got a guy that's actually quite quick it's only an hour and a half some three four hours but mm. if you can find those people that are a bit quicker mm. my goodness changed my life i literally just have to wake up in the morning have a quick shower mm-hmm. and it blows dries itself and i've got super frizzy hair i've got that line yeah yeah right but no, look it. this it's a small investment <laughs> for six months and as a mum, it just makes me feel better. So it means that you, all your prep time in the morning is cut down, right? Oh, yeah. I can have a shower in the morning and wash my hair. Usually I have to have a shower at night it's like an, so I can sleep on it. Yeah, whereas it's 20 minutes in and out. And a little bit pricey, but worth it in your opinion. Six months, well, six months worth of blow dryers for sure. Okay, my hack was one that saved me also when my babies were very, very young. Mm-hmm. I saw this on Instagram and then put it to the test. Um, and it's basically a burping hack that works every time. My kids both suffered with chronic colic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I tried lots of different remedies, but basically you've just got to get that gas out of them. And this worked up until they were, you know, until you stopped burping, I guess. But basically mm-hmm. you sit them on their little butt on a bed or on the table and fold their knees so their knees are almost like they're sitting cross-legged and pull the legs sort of towards them as you can, hold them upright and give them a pat on the back with their knees like, We're going to have to share this video I somehow because I'm trying to visualize Because I feel like you can't visualize. <laughs> but imagine they're sitting like almost in like a meditative pose. Right, where so they're, they're crossing their legs. They're crossing their legs, but they're, the legs uh, are... Yeah, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, and so that's something about the legs being closer to their body and bent yeah. and then patting them on the back. It makes the gas just travel up easier. Amazing. So it just means that you're not having that's these... massive. ...refluxy, yep. colicky babies crying all the time because they need that release of that gas. So okay. I found that really helpful when my kids were young. Good one. 
So thank you so much for joining us for episode two. Yeah, I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, I, it's really practical. Nothing worse than kids being sick at the moment. Oh, it genuinely packs the entire family. It's so that was a good one. Life. Very much enjoyed. Me too. Uh, so don't forget to join us over at the Cold Coffee Hot Mess Facebook group. There's so much going on over yeah, there. Yeah, some great chats going oh, on. Yeah, chats. Some yeah. people are making friends. Oh, yeah, making friends. Yeah. yeah. Tips, taking names. All right, guys. Thanks so much for your support. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.